we're back. Clagato Veteran Podcast, Episode 17. On today's episode, or tonight's episode, we'll be talking about uh, the public health orders. Number two, we'll be talking about on-air personalities. Actually, it's like KTNN doing some hiring for voiceover work. And um, number three will be about the uh, Clagato Media Towers. Number four, our last subject of the night, will be ICP and other influential bands. Uh, I am uh, Mateo Native Ravager, and I'm back with my co-host, Nevo Pedro. What up, everyone? Whoop, whoop. Love y'all. So on this uh, episode 17, the reason why it took so long is because uh, I told him that, you know, uh, there's a significance with the number 17 and Navo Pedro's favorite uh, musical group, uh, the Insane Clown Posse. So I figure, you know, <laughs> Insane Clown Posse is pretty uh, popular on the reservation. So um, we're just going to go ahead and uh, use that. But um, in the meantime, uh, these are going to be our subjects and... And we will start off the our first subject with the public health order. And remember, we're, we're the, the merciless, merciless savages that the Constitution, Constitution warned you about. So, Navajo Pedro, Studis, Scootin! So, moving on to our first subject, which is public health orders. The reason why I wanted to do this subject was because it seems so ridiculous now at this point. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. And um, as far as what last year was all about with the uh, the so-called pandemic, which we keep calling plandemic because it was already planned, uh, and all these lockdowns, then comes these public health orders. And the problem with these things is that um, this comes from the Navajo Department of Health Navajo Office of Environmental Health and Protection Program. So now these guys are stepping up like, you know, it's nobody's business, you know, and now it's pretty much like they're running things. So the problem that I, excuse me, the problem that I have with this is that, you know, they got all these guidelines for everything. Public health emergency, order number 2020-022. I'm just going to read this first part. I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is the, the title, I guess. Public Health Emergency Order Continuing 32-Hour Weekend Lockdown in September 2020. So that's what I have. And based off of that, um, what bugs me about it is that uh, they were never never looking at um, all the problems that these lockdowns were causing. And that's where this podcast really comes in handy because we could talk about it, you know, on that level. And when this... um, when the lockdown started happening, it was really, it was kind of a waste of time because everybody still kept moving no matter what. And, you know, when people have been conditioned for over like, I don't know, let's say a hundred years of, of constantly moving, of, of evolving with the way, uh, economics and the workforce, just basic workforce in America has moved on. That was something where, um, it just didn't make any sense to try to stop everything. Yeah, they stopped the games and the concerts and all that stuff. And it's like, all right, you guys won. Hey, man, good for you. But what does it mean for us on the Rez? Well, <clears throat> when when the Rez goes on to a lockdown, you know, we are pretty much unprepared, like I have said before, where it led to domestic violence, suicide, and incest. 
And how can you stop that? Well, for these guys, they don't seem to care. All they want to do is say, hey, look, we got public health orders. You guys can't move. You can't do this. It's like, okay, well, if you are the public health, you know, for the for the Navajo Department of Health and Navajo Office of Environmental Health and Protection Program, well, shouldn't you really be studying and learning more about just how damaging all these stay-at-home orders are, are doing to your own people? Because this past weekend, um, I had a, I know, I know a buddy, he had a lot of problems going on in his family. One of them was involving uh, drug, drug use, and a family member got really sick off of it based off of someone who um, they, they knew or something, gave them the drugs or something. So that person had allergic reaction. Then with, excuse me, then within the same family, um, there was another alcoholic person who came over and, and caused problems. And, you know, I was called to come over and try to help out. But I told my buddy, I said, you know, if you really want me to come over, I will hurt your brother. <laughs> I will, I will break him somewhere. I don't know if it's going to be his jaw, his arm, his leg, whatever, because I'm so sick and tired of all these, um, these glonies running around and, thinking they're better than everybody, and they think that their anger is what's going to get, let them get their way. But I'm so sick and tired of that, that if I do actually come across a Glani that's trying to fight me, well, you know what, I would really have no mercy at that point. But I just told him, I said, dude, I would love to come over and whoop your brother's ass, but the way your parents are, they don't really know me. So from a parent's point of view, I would be hurting, you know, their their loved one. And they're going to be like, well, even if they do know me, they're going to be like, well, you know, Mateo, he's the uh, vice commander for Clagato Veterans, and he's over there. He's beating up our kid. You know, somebody's got to stop him. He's out of hand. He's out of control. All kinds of stuff like that. So that's why, you know, I kind of cho- chose to step back. And as, as much as it really bugged me to not get involved, I, I you know, that that's not really something I want to get involved in. I mean, believe me, I want to. I really want to whoop some ass at this point. But, um, you know, that that's a family thing. And if I get involved, guess what? Mateo's going to be up for charges. Cops are going to come over and say, Mateo, you got court on this day for assault and battery on, you know, a, a person who was unable to defend themselves because they were drunk. You know, and I don't really want all that garbage following me around. So, you know, the best thing I had to do was just step back. And um, just kind of let the way the law of the land prevail. And when that happens, I pretty much just kind of like step back and just say, you know what, if it's really dire, if it's really desperate, yeah, then I'll then I'll get myself involved. But at this point, you know, that's a family thing and mother and father, they, you know, it's kind of like in their hands how to control their child or whatever. But so all these public health orders, you know, it, that's what it causes. It's, com- it's causing this domino effect where uh, just a lot of negativity is starting to happen. And all this um, stay-at-home orders, it's causing, you know, family, obviously, to fight against each other. But here's where I step in because now we are in the month of February. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> We're in the month of April. And... As much as um, I really want to get moving on with uh, the Clagato Veterans Nonprofit, we still got to look at the veterans organization, uh, the agency. So what the problem with that again is our commander 
she's saying that we can't come together like all the commanders come together again until the Navajo Nation approves of it. And the way the Navajo Nation is right now, they're on their high horse because they now they realize they got authority and people will actually listen, you know. So um, with that, if we do have our meeting, let's say they, they lift the ban this month or next month to have more than 10 people gather, you know, if it's okay that we all gather again. One of the things I want to tell these guys, the veterans, is why were you guys so scared for, you know, we were all trained in the military, you know, it doesn't matter if your, your job was to handle a machine gun or ha- drive a tank, deal with communications, you know, you know, it just doesn't matter that we were all prepared and, you know, the government is not going to waste their time show, uh, teaching us some crappy ways to defend ourselves because we're in the military. It, it's, you know, it's what we're learning as when we go overseas that, we, you know, our lives will be on the line at some point. If it, if it gets to that point, all this uh, knowledge and training and courses that we took that, you know, it's supposed to help us out one another. And that's how we're supposed to survive and get through, um, get through tough situations using our training. And everybody knows that the United States uh, of America has the best military in the world, you know bar none, you know, the best equipment, the best, um, the best weapons, the best trained individuals. So with that being said, my job in the military, just for clarification was I was, I was taught about, um, nuclear, biological and chemical warfare. Now with that, it goes into like agents, like blood agents and, um, other like, um, like sarin gas and all that stuff. So the way I was taught by the United States Army, going through these gas chambers, well, they call them a gas chamber, but um, it's pretty much, um, they're just rooms that you have to wear your protective equipment for. And that's where I had the mask that covered my face. And that was my job, you know. Uh, That's what I was being uh, taught. So when I went to my permanent party, I, um, you know, watch over these guys who had different jobs. The ones I was with were signal people. They did with communications, satellites, uh, internet, and telephone calls, and all that stuff. And so what I want to tell these veterans in a roundabout way, I'm just trying to get to my point, but is, you know, I was taught and I learned and I had, you know, obviously I passed the course because if I was that stupid and I didn't know what I was doing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here now. I mean, I wouldn't have this experience, but if for me to pass that course, I had to learn what I was doing. So, you know, lives are on the line. And <clears throat> With me coming back now, just based off of the the those trainings that I got, chemical, biological warfare. So coronavirus is basically um, biological warfare by our own government against the people, just to have them initiate all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of crap. So um, craps that, crap that don't make sense to us on the res, but it makes sense to these uh, whoever's in charge, you know. Um, so, anyways. It gets all conspiratorial after this, but my whole point is that I would tell the veterans, you think you really think the army is going to waste their time to teach me about nuclear, biological, chemical warfare and not be, you know, and not know what I'm going to do during the coronavirus so-called pandemic, you know? So it's like this whole time, it's not that I'm trying to be a rebel or anything. It's just that this whole thing it just really, it does not qualify for what I've been taught. 
and and then now you got these public health orders, you got the Navajo Nation, this, that, health service, whatever. And it's like these guys were not trained for chemical I mean, they're not they weren't trained for warfare. They were they went to their school and they took their classes and they probably cheated and you know, they slept their way to their top to the top and got their uh you know, got their pay raises and whatnot once they joined the Navajo Nation you know, public health workforce, however that works. And so now, you know, they have this power where it's like, oh man, I, you know, I can tell people what to do. And we, like me and uh, Navajo Pedro have been, been questioning for a long time. I was like, how come we never see the, the results? Where are they doing these testings at? Because all they say is, oh, it's rising again. Oh, oh there's a new strand, you know? And it's like, where the hell are you guys getting this information from? You know, it's just, it's just like they're just making it up now. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Dr. Fauci knows what to say. And it's like, yeah, but Dr. Fauci, all these years he's been doing whatever he's doing, it was never geared towards, like, you know, how how detrimental it is to us out here on the res. Because once they do all these lockdowns and they, you know, cut us off from a lot of things, it's really backing up and it's making a lot of people, you know, crazy. So my buddy who had his brother come over and he was drinking and, uh, you know, and my buddy's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, you know, you're, you're going to have to, um, take the keys away from your brother and you're, you're obviously in better shape, better condition. Outrun him, <laughs> outrun him till the cops get there. Then at least he'll be winded. So when the cops come over and they're, you know, and they put him in cuffs, he's not really going to fight that much. So that was my solution to that. Uh, so anyways, that's what I pretty much wanted to say about this public health order, which, you know, it should have been impl- uh, implicated or it should have been done when women and children were being abducted. You know, that would have been something <clears throat> worth really putting a public health order in. But for coronavirus, I mean, really, coronavirus is more dangerous than a, than a child molester and, child tra- uh, and human trafficking. I guess it just all depends on who's running the show over there in, uh, the, for the Navajo Nation. But that's my two cents, and that's what was really grinding my gears. Now I'm going to pass it over to Navajo Pedro. Navajo Public Health Order. You know, it's, I'll say it's good to know that we have something like that, you know, an official thing to tell us, you know, guidelines and whatnot, but... It's, you know, it's something that we already get basically on the news and, you know, um, basically it's just stuffed in our faces and a lot of it's just common sense, you know, I mean, basically um, all this stuff, like how it starts is just by, you know, I mean, just washing your hands, I mean, that's simple and yet people, you know, it's just so hard for people to, you know, um, get that. You know, because there's still people that just take a piss or take a shit and don't wash their hands. You know, I mean, they just look at you and walk out like just gonna run after them and grab them by the neck and pull them back. You know, and just don't wash your hands. You know, I mean, or something. But it's it's um well, mostly for most of us, you know, and it's common sense. You know, I mean, we're raised to always be clean and wash your hands before you eat and. You know, and it's just more amplified now, you know, I mean, you have to do it like every 30 minutes if you're like in the food industry and change your gloves and out there, you know, I mean, it's just some basically like everything you do, everything you touch has bacteria and everything 
germs on there, you know what I mean? It's just part of life, you know what I mean? And on our face and everywhere, anywhere you can think of, you know, there's living microorganisms and we're all part of, you know what I mean, the same thing, the atoms. But, you know what I mean, it's just something that, you know, we can't be seen. That's crazy to really be scared and frightened over something that we can't see at all, you know, with our eye, unless it's uh, with the microscope or... Unless we're just taking the, our own government's word for it, you know what I mean? And they could just put it out, you know what I mean? Just like we think, you know, that, that's why we call it a pandemic is that, you know, it was planned before, you know what I mean? And to me, what's more, if anything, what's more clear about it in my, in my, um, <coughs> in my mind is that, you know, when the, not only did it come in the first, second, you know, wave, it came in the third and fourth, you know what I mean? It's like, they have to make it a little bit more dangerous or something, you know, and add a little bit something else to make it more fatal than the next wave, you know what I mean? And it's pretty crazy how it's been going, and it's just uh, kind of a good relief now to see everything kind of like dying down and going back to normal somewhat, you know. And I just got a new job uh, recently, too, and they're really strict, you know what I mean, on that. And they even have videos now of you know, like wearing masks and everything, you know. It's, it's gotten to the point where it's actually become really normal you know you see in commercials now on tv people wearing masks you know and but soon it would all fade well it's going to fade like every disease and everything will die out and everything will be back to normal you know what i mean and just let that be a lesson you you know what i mean because it's got to because just you know have a personal pride in yourself and your appearance you know and just be clean if anything you know and just do some uh, research or go to online school or something, you know, it's all open right now, you know what I mean, right now, before the world starts turning again, and, you know what I mean, you don't want to be just doing the same old bullshit, you know what I mean, <laughs> when the world's going normal again, I mean, that's basically how it is here on the radio, you know, pandemic or not, you know, I mean, people still live, like, life goes on, you know, and a lot of people are still living, like, there's no tomorrow, and it's a lot of people are living, like, these don't care, you know what I mean, and I see that, you know what I mean, I felt that too myself, you know what I mean, that, that little pull down, that little feeling like you're stuck, you know what I mean? Here, not doing anything, not making difference, whatnot. But it's just something that you just got to have to, you know, self-motivate yourself out of, you know what I mean? Because that's something I'm slowly losing too is that self-motivation that always used to be, that was always with me. I was always ambitious and, you know, I'm kind of like getting complacent, you know what I mean? Kind of getting, especially now that I have a job, you know what I mean? It's going to be even more... You know, I mean, um, you know, but, you know, just, um, whatever, you know, whatever you always want to be, you know, I mean, I really encourage you to still go for that and really try to, you know, work on that because, you know, I mean, even if, um, even if it seems like no one believes in you, you know, I mean, me and Mateo here, we believe in you, you know, we know you can, we want to see you rise up, you know, I mean, like a phoenix and see you shine like a red star, you know what I mean? It'd be dope because, you know, it's something we're planning is to get that moving too, the movie and the, and the, you know what I mean? Um, just anything with entertainment, with music and, you know, all that we want to make happen for the res and the people and everything and, you know what I mean? And that'll also help with, um, you know, with these guidelines that these, that we have, you know what I mean? To help spread news about that spread awareness about what's going on different reses not just ours you know what i mean because that's what's keeping us apart and segregated and hated is you know what i mean because a lot of stories that i've been hearing 
back in like iron workers and all that, you know, and all these different tribes like Black Blackfeet or Black Hawk or uh damn I don't know about all those like the Iroquois or the spoke signals, those Indians, Corlean Indians, you know what I mean? Like there's stories about them like just you know getting Navajo's drunk just to jump him, you know what I mean? And you know, it's just crazy how things are like that, and that's a fact, you know, and just because they, you know, when they think that we're spoiled, like, just like a lot of the other natives are spoiled, you know, I mean, like the other tribes that do get casino money, you know, but we're not all like that, you know, I mean, because we all struggle the same, you know, I mean, money or not, you know, I mean, we still have those internal afflictions, you know, I mean, that we don't settle and everything, and most people that even have money, they're not happy, a lot of them end up dying, suicide, car wrecks, what have you, you know, what I mean, and overdoses, you know what I mean, overindulging, you know what I mean, and those, those ones that don't, you know what I mean, they go out of their way to get all that just to wreck their bodies even more, you know what I mean, and it's just ridiculous, you know what I mean, and it's just uh, something, a habit we got to all break out of, and, you know, it's just, I just thought I'd throw it out there, caution to all the winds, all four winds in all four directions, you know what I mean, shit, because, you know, all my natives need to hear the shit, you know. Take care of one another, because if you hear this, you are to resistance. But thanks for listening. That's my that's my concerns and concerns for this topic. And on to the next.